Hey there, and welcome back to the Hardly Late Show. I'm your host, Chandler, and we are doing another fast and loose, loosey-goosey, no script, off the dome, a few bullet points episode. <laughs> um, yeah, I hope you had a great week slash weekend. I personally had an awesome weekend because I went to Disney World and Universal Orlando in Florida and it was awesome. It was such an amazing experience. I've never been to either one. I've always wanted to go since I was a kid, but you know the story, you know, parents didn't always have the means. I'm sure many people can relate. Um, but hey, screw that. I'm an adult now. I got money. So I totally went. Um, I just made the time, made a budget and just made it happen. Um, definitely probably would not have gone anytime sooner just because I was like in survival mode, as you all know. And I feel like a trip like that for that long, uh, would have been like, oh my God, I could have been working. I could have been making money or saving money. What if something happens and I can't afford it? Oh my God. But you know what? I'm kind of glad that I'm a little bit past that now. Um, and it was just something that I did for my own personal enrichment and enjoyment. And yeah, I'm really glad that I did. No regrets. Um, you know, I recommend anyone, if you have the means and you can do it and make it happen, you should totally not, I mean, obviously like not go to Disney World if you don't want to, but, you know, make a trip for yourself and, or, you know, do something that you really want to do. Um, that you've been putting off for a while. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, I'm like smiling as I'm saying this because I'm like, I'm still remembering how awesome it was. I went like, I went like at park open. I did like all the roller coasters just mainlined right into my veins. Like I didn't want to wait in line then midday. So I like, went super early. Great idea. Cause as soon as like midday came and like all the families and the kids came, like it was like the lines were like over an hour and a half long. And I was like, I could not wait for that. I'm so sorry. Also, it was like hot as hell. And like, I don't really do well in the heat. I get like super irritable and like lazy. So yeah, by like four o'clock, I was like, you know what? It's time to go back to the hotel. I'm not going anywhere else. And I just went home, not home. I went back to the hotel, passed out and I just rested. I think I mentioned episode five about like how the important resting is and it definitely was <laughs> because I definitely probably would have had heat stroke or something. Um, but yeah, great weekend. Uh, totally would do it again. Uh, I think the coolest thing to come out of it was, I guess, more, I guess, encouragement and motivation to do more travel. Uh, yeah, I think like, uh, I just feel very inspired right now. So I'm, I'm happy about that. One weird thing I did about this trip was that I didn't really tell anyone that I went on the trip. I told my close to a couple of close friends that I was going just as someone newer to like, you know, look for the body if anything happened to me. But, um, I didn't really, I didn't tell my parents at all. Um, I kind of felt that, uh, I guess I was projecting a little bit, but it was mostly like, I didn't want to tell them because I know they didn't have the means. And like I've mentioned like many, many times before, my parents are great. Don't have a problem with them. And, you know, they did the best they could with what they had and the knowledge and resources that they had. And, you know, they raised me. I'm alive. I'm of reproductive age. They accomplished their evolutionary mandate. So no hard feelings. But at the same time, I didn't want to, like, you know, bring it up 
just because I didn't want them to feel any kind of way about it or like, you know, maybe feel guilty or maybe feel like, you know, regretful for not being able to take me when I was younger. And I just wasn't looking for that kind of conversation. You know, this is something that I did for myself because I wanted to and it was going to make me happy. And, um, you know, I'm just glad that I was able to make it happen for myself. Um, you know, maybe, you know, one way to look at it is maybe I was sort of healing my inner child or, you know, quote, reparenting myself. You know, it could be that. It could be that. Or not. I could have just really wanted to go. But, um, yeah, I just didn't really see, like, I guess a benefit to kind of drudging up those feelings in my parents. So I kind of, you know, decided to spare them, I guess. I don't know. That might be a bit of like people pleasing coming through from like last episode that I mentioned it, you know, trying to manage and, you know, cushion feelings. And, you know, obviously that's not my responsibility and not my job. But if this is something that I did for my own personal enjoyment and enrichment, then why can I just let it be that? It can just be that. And I don't really think I need that sort of validation or permission from my parents in order to do something good for myself. And I think that's what it means to, you know, be in charge of your own life. Um, so, yeah, that's what I did. And I'd do it again. Just kidding. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much what the topic of this episode is about. Uh, essentially, I really wanted to take the opportunity for this trip to center myself and my own experiences and, you know, not really like, you know, going on social media and telling everybody that I was doing something or going to my parents and sort of like, you know, not like literally or like even intentionally rubbing things in their faces about it. You know, I think that would have kind of created an opportunity for them to center themselves in my experience and sort of, you know, make it about their guilt and their resentment or their regret. And that's just not, like I said, it's not the conversation I'm looking to have. I just wanted to make myself happy and call me selfish, lock me up, throw away the key. I don't care. But I think it was just good for me. You know, I don't, since I've been in survival mode for so long, I rarely do, did things for like, you know, simply because I wanted to and because I could. It was always like through the filter of, will I have enough money? Will, you know, what if something happens to my parents and, you know, they need lots of money to solve the problem. So, you know, just hold on to the money. Don't spend it. Just like put it away. You know, don't like, you know, squander or waste, waste it on yourself. And that's like, it's unfair to myself. You know, I'm working so hard and I'm not like enjoying the fruits of my own labor. I'm just sort of like, you know, giving it to others, I guess, in a way. And I think part of me just felt sort of guilty or like a preemptive guilt, I guess. I don't know if that makes any sense. It's like I felt guilty in advance in case I would not be able to do something to help someone because I didn't have the resources because I like blew it on like a personal trip, even though I like worked for the money and earned it. It's, it's, it's a little mental, but you know, it's something that I'm like learning to deprogram and, you know, maybe I'm making a mountain out of a molehill, but this trip really meant a lot to me. It represented a lot, too. Like, it's very rare that I was able I was able to just, like, spontaneously do something positive for myself without, like, you know, worrying about the future. 
And it was nice to just be in the moment and just like have fun for once. And, um, it was very inspiring, like I said, and I'm much more motivated to travel in the future with a budget. And, you know, I'm excited to know, see where I go next. I think it's really important for me as a recovering people pleaser to really make an effort to carve out time and spaces and places for myself where I am just prioritizing myself as opposed to worrying about what other people want or what other people need or what other people expect um, is something that I still struggle with. Um, but the older I get and the more independent I get and the more like I feel like I'm participating in my own life as opposed to, you know, life happening to me, I feel less of an urge to people please. Now that's sort of like turned inward where it's more like, well, what does Chandler want? What does Chandler expect? How can I make Chandler happy? And it's a weird but good feeling. Mostly weird right now, but it'll get better, I'm sure. And I just want to state, I know that I talk a lot about, I guess, individualism or individualistic topics or have like an individual individualistic attitude. I just want to state that at no point am I ever promoting toxic individualism. Um, please call me out if I'm spouting that nonsense. But even I, in my most like people pleasiest mode, I still understand that on some level that if I am seeking to improve myself or accomplish a goal, I can't really self-improve if I never prioritize myself. And I think I've mentioned before, like the biggest turning points of my life was when I, you know, essentially chose myself and prioritized myself and moved in a direction that I truly wanted to go independent of the expectations the needs, the wants, the good intentions of others. The the tragic part of people pleasing is that, you know, if I'm always sacrificing myself or throwing myself on the fire to keep others warm, like not only do I lose my ability to improve myself, but I'm also robbing other people of the opportunity and the you know, the growth of improving themselves as well. So you know, there has to be a balance, you know, and I feel like in my personal case, I never, I was never really balanced about it. It was always like, you know, somebody, you know, calls me to do something, I will do it. I will never say no. And I've, I feel like I've, you know, I've lost opportunities. I've lost time. I've lost growth and I've really had to sort of recenter myself and honor the responsibility that I have to myself and to living my life. And I used to treat the word no as like such like a dirty word that I could never say to people. But as I've gotten older, I've learned that, you know, having boundaries and saying no to people, it just, you know, not forces, but it essentially just throws the ball back in their court and allows them to take responsibility for themselves. You know, I think when you're a people pleaser, people are sort of seeking you out to, you know, do the things that they don't want to do or don't feel like doing, or, you know, they may not have the motivation or the faith in themselves to complete. So, you know, you'll do it. You won't say no. And I feel like when I do say no to situations like that, you know, 
people eventually will hopefully take up the, the reins for themselves, or I guess they'll just, you know, find someone else to do it for them. But at the same time, it's like, you really do have to, well, I've realized that I really have to allow people to step into their own power, just like I, you know, learn to step into my own. And I think that sort of individualism, the one that, you know, you can sort of inspire others to also improve themselves is like, the the healthier version of individualism i guess as opposed to the toxic version which is like you know pull yourself up by your bootstraps or i got it through the mud now so do you and nothing was ever handed to me and like that's just kind of it's kind of lame you know i have done a lot of things like by myself for myself you know through like sheer force of will without like you know asking people but it's not because like I had pride about it I guess I mean like I just did it as like an element of survival <laughs> so um yeah and of course like I could always ask for help I could have asked for help more often um but it was never sort of like a well I did it now you have to or like look at me now no one ever helped me it's like I just I don't subscribe to that and I think that's pretty obvious in my life, you know, cause I, you know, I help my family regularly. I help my friends, you know, I went out of my way to, you know, buy a house for my dad to live in. It's never like, you know, I'm just doing it. I'm out for myself. Like I'm not, I'm not, but learning to center myself has given me the strength and to like have boundaries when I am trying to help people, um, you know, versus my more people pleasing phase where I, you know, was just sacrificing myself, you know, having no boundaries, feeling drained, feeling resentful. And yeah, learning to center myself just helped me come from a place of, you know, checking with myself to make sure that I actually want to do something as opposed to feeling obligated or compelled to do something because someone else simply expects it. And I think that I didn't have that ability to center myself before and I'm very grateful for it now because I feel like I've avoided so many catastrophes and compromising situations. Thank goodness. But um, centering myself has also allowed me to see my personal resources as more than just money. It's not just money. It's also like my time and energy. And if I'm constantly freely giving out my time and energy, and I guess money too, and I, I don't have anything left over for myself. And I can't help or please anyone if I'm living hand to mouth or dead, essentially. And that is a matter of survival. When I'm running on empty and putting myself to these extremes, it just makes it so much easier to enter survival mode. So I know it's really hard to have boundaries, especially with your family and friends, but it's crucial. If I learned anything this past weekend is that centering myself is not as selfish as I thought it was. It in fact made me feel a lot more secure, a lot more self-sustained and kind of weirdly, it made me feel like I had a lot more say in my own life as opposed to being a slave to the expectations of others. 
So yeah, I hope if you are in a similar situation, you found something useful in this episode. Um, if you want to talk any more about it or have any questions or want me to elaborate on anything, you can always reach out to me at hardlylateshow at gmail.com. But of course, no pressure, no rush. It's always a good time. You're hardly late. Bye for now.